0: Welcome, everybody, back to the High Rollers Episode 4, where you have me, West. RC. Uh, yep. But we have a we have guest. another third this time. We have a guest. Our good
1: friend, Timmy. What up? Hello, everybody. Timmy. Welcome from Coaster Talk Podcast. Invading. What-
2: Which is weird because I kind of just became an official host there like this year before I was just substituting everywhere. So I was substituting on that show all the time. But it's weird being an official host there now being introduced as Coaster Talk podcast and other shows is weird.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, the show was great before, but the third dynamic, even though they shun your Disney stuff.
2: I mean, I'm kind of just I feel like I just sit there. I don't really say much. And then I just make a little funny quip every here and every now and then. Like that's that's my job.
0: No, like, I'm th- I'm just thinking back to a recent episode, like the whole marathon bit. Like, oh, that, that was hilarious! Done. That could not have been done without you, <laughs> Timmy's input as well.
2: <laughs> so. I do, I do think that might be the funniest thing the show has ever done. That was hilarious.
0: A disclaimer should be on that episode because I was driving and it was really hard to actually. Come <laughs> to That's all I gotta say. Um, but yeah, we have Timmy from Coaster Talk. If you guys haven't heard Coaster Talk, what are you doing? Uh, one of the best coaster podcasts out there right now. And... That, that and
1: the drunk riders.
0: Yeah,
1: <sighs> we got to get got to get one of the, them on next. Oh, My next guest. <laughs>
0: that would be wild enough. Get
1: Sloan <laughs> I'd love to get Sloan,
0: Sloan would be on. so
1: fun to have on. I bet
0: Sloan would be fun and interesting because he just knows a lot about the industry, man.
1: Yeah, Timmy, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, fool. absolutely.
0: because uh, good to have a full-on discussion with this loaded cast we got here. looking at the itinerary. Uh, a lot of it's light news topics, but uh, also we have some questions for you, Timmy, because every guest we like to, you know, really get to know for the people that... Uh, Wait, have you had other guests? Oh, no, you're not the first yet. one. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but generally, I, it's the thing I got from commentary from esports that I used to do. I would really oh, try gotcha. to get to know a lot of the amateur level and the regional level and because everyone knows the pros, but not everyone knows every every cast or every person in the cast. So, so I thought right. it'd be interesting you know get some just baseline, I mean, you know, just like how you became a Thuzy and just interest outside of that stuff. And yeah, so I guess, yeah, I... we talk about coasters here. You're on a coaster talk mm-hmm. podcast. How did you become a Thuzy? What, what, like what made you, I guess the coaster enthusiast you are today?
2: Well, of course it all started with the greatest coaster park in the world, Disneyland. We all know that they're known for the roller coasters. <laughs> well, I'm just joking. Um, so when I was, I grew up in LA, like, So I was like 30 minutes out from Disneyland. So I was going to Disneyland when I was young until we moved out when I was 14. And I was going there like weekly. So I was like loved Disneyland, right? Like the little fun, fun fact is that the first ride I ever went on Pirates of the Caribbean. It, um, Mm. it actually broke down my very first ride. I was three weeks old in like an over the shoulder, like belly bag on my mom. And the ride broke down, which is really funny to me. (laughs) I got evac'd.
0: Ever ride on a Disney ride wasn't even yes that's
2: wow. yes when I was three weeks old wow
1: that's
0: but
2: pretty so when I move so when I moved out to Virginia where I'm at now um I moved when I was around 14 and we needed to find another amusement park to like go to all the time so that's when we found bush and around this time I was already getting into coasters a little bit and into the industry because I was actually scared of roller coasters, like what i've discovered many enthusiasts were actually scared of coasters at one point in their life or another so,
1: yeah.
2: but i was scared of coasters because i wrote a really rough one when i was young and i just hated them and then i i ended up writing california screaming when i was a kid when i was like maybe 10 or 11. fell in love with it and then when we moved out to virginia uh, like i said i needed to find another park to fill that amusement park void that like love for disneyland so we went to bush gardens williamsburg and I rode pretty much everything there. I, w- I was still pretty GP at that point. Like, I was still scared to ride Griffin. Of but I rode... A- yeah.
0: You have the Big Bad Wolf credit?
2: I do not. I think I went, like, the second or third year of Verbolton being open, so... Okay, okay. Because I think this was around 2014, so... Or 2015. It was 2014, I think. Love Rebolton.
0: It's, uh, it's pretty good.
2: Underrated. So yeah, when I moved out to Virginia, uh, went to Busch Gardens, and then I really started to fall in love with the coasters there. Um, And then that led me the next year to going to King's Dominion as well, because I heard of King's Dominion and I wanted to get up there, but I still wasn't able to drive at this point. So I was kind of begging my parents to bring me up there. Mm -hmm. And um, then I went there, fell in love with all the rides there, and that's what really kind of solidified my love for the coasters in the industry, I believe, because I realized like... Uh, this is just something I am really passionate about, even if it's not a Disney park. So,
1: yeah,
0: I feel like yeah. me and RC were saying Virginia is such an easy place to become enthusiasts. enthusiast, like <laughs> Busch Gardens and Kings Dominion an hour from each other, man. If you I are, know if you
2: live like in Richmond or like where I'm at right now, like you're 30 minutes from Kings Dominion, like 45 from Busch Gardens, like you're in a good
1: spot. Yeah. Better, better than 45 from Six Flags America.
0: <laughs> you got Wild One.
2: That's it. Yeah,
0: Wild One. Uh, Roar
2: is good. So Superman's pretty good. Yeah,
0: have a Wild One.
2: Wild One is great, besides <laughs> the fact they staple you every single time you try to. At least from my experience, I've been stapled every time I try to ride that thing.
0: Yeah. Like, we're already tangenting, <laughs> but this year, they actually, you know from my experience my eight rides they really didn't staple that much and i was like bless you know like, i don't know
1: they they kind of they don't let you pull it down so you kind of get stapled
0: yeah but yeah. I, I did your leg yeah. trick you know your
1: well you could do that but like they it just depends
0: it was still very hard to get room <laughs> i also did the steel vengeance like wincing trick where i kind of <sighs> made like a little eh <laughs> to make the like oh i don't want to hurt you so yeah that that, that kind of holds
2: See, they just apologize me every time I ride that ride because they staple me so hard that I, I I don't like wince as a trick. I wince out of actual physical pain. <laughs> no and <way>. they apologize.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, but like, yeah, it's what it's what they do. All right, so back to uh, I guess after King's Dominion and all that stuff, I guess that that was really what made it there. Then
2: yeah, just... and then after that, I traveled. That um, trips. Yeah. yeah, so I started like I think I went to Florida, did did the parks down there. I, th- I also went to like Busch Gardens, Tampa, when I went to Florida and like SeaWorld Orlando and stuff, not just a Disney trip, like some people might expect or normally do. So I did like some other coaster parks down there. And I was like, I could I, I remember Shikra was my 50th credit. I had that on my <laughs> Snapchat story saved from like six years ago or something. Nice. And um, yeah, from there, it was like, you know, you start to be able to identify like manufacturers and stuff. And like, that's kind of why I can tell. Like you're really getting into it. I think. Yeah. And then I think another big trip that solidified it for me was I got to pick a senior trip and I did like a coaster trip through Pennsylvania. Oh man. That was yeah. That that was pretty awesome because you get there's so many different parks and credits there that are are awesome. So.
0: I mean, you have the big boy and Hershey, but then then you go a little mm. lower in Kennywood.
2: You yeah, got yeah Kennywood. Uh, I'm, saying in, I'm
0: saying in size RC. All right. I'm saying. <laughs> I hate I'm saying in game. terms yeah. of infrastructure, okay? Uh, but then you have all the gyms of Knoebels, you know, like, so.
2: You're Kennywoods. Mm-hmm. You already said Kenny Wood, but, like, also, yeah. we also did Great Adventure that trip because that's, like, really that's close, close, close to Pennsylvania. By. Yeah.
0: Man, I can't believe you're that much of a Hershey hater, though. Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Boo, Hershey.
0: We will change wow.
2: that. bad take.
0: This year. All right, because. I obviously- need to go back there. So RMC fan, revenge. Uh Actually, you're an RMC and I'm an RMC fan until I write a few more. But I mean, come on, you can't hate. You can't hate the RMC. Come on.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we so... have tangented so bad.
0: <laughs> what did you say?
1: We're going on so so bad of a tangent. I mean. It's
2: good. It's conversation. <laughs> that's how this. That's how these podcast things work. In case you didn't know, I know you're only on episode four, or not 188 or whatever. Some some shows I know yeah, that are
0: 200 on 200 is not enough. <laughs> for talk. That's gonna be exciting.
2: Oh yeah, we have we have some plans. We're thinking about doing like a greatest a greatest of episode or something where we go through and go over our funny moments and stuff.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Ooh.
0: Oh man, don't be. We will be invading that one potentially. Just just the for our segment five minutes. Just to get Timmy too high again, so we can't <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: no comment. That was ridiculous. Yeah, we we didn't even
0: record. <laughs> yeah, this was a. Uh, it's coming out a little later just because of uh basically yeah, high rollers. That, that's that's high rollers.
1: We're instead recording on Hollywood Night's Day.
0: Yes, yep. which uh, we will cover definitely later. It's a whole segment.
1: Yeah. Oh I have I have I have some things to say
2: about that now, too. <laughs> Don't you worry about that, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess now, what what kind of hobbies, what kind of things do you like outside of Coasters? You know? um,
2: I love photography. Um, so I have an Instagram account called Midcourse Media. Go
0: ahead and follow that, everyone. At Midcourse Media. Um,
2: and I'm in school right now getting a, a public relations degree. Mm. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to use that in the industry. I uh, love video games. I know I was talking to you a little bit about it, West, when you when we were hanging out. But um, yeah, I'm big into like Call of Duty esports and stuff. Used to play for BCU.
0: What's your favorite default you CDO?
2: Yes, I I I'm just getting back into it. All
0: right. What's your go-to team?
2: Oh, I've always I've been an optic fan since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. My yeah, my email literally has optic in it.
0: Formal it's, it's it's gone. It's pretty yeah. bad. I mean. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't blame you. I, I'm kind of old school, so yeah. Optic, they, phase, a little bit, but they really, they're more for their montages, you know.
2: So. Yeah, I, I like I like a hundred thieves just because Nadeshot owns the team mm-hmm. and he was E. B. Optic, so I gotta support that too, you know. Yeah. But optic all the way.
0: But yeah, gaming, photography. Uh,
2: but- um. Gosh, what else do I like to do? Disney, <laughs> Disney. That's that. That's kind of in the industry still. I would say.
0: I mean, whenever I'm asked this question, it's always hard for me to just think. Like, oh yeah, what are all the little? Because there's a lot of niche. Sometimes random things.
2: I, I oh, I collect records. That's kind of a cool thing I do. Oh,
0: nice. Timmy.
1: Yeah. I always look at records when I go in stores now.
2: Really? Nice. I was yeah, just man. at the record store today, <laughs> with with uh, James and his girlfriend Jalen. Jeez. I picked up a. Uh, The Minecraft soundtrack because it's been eluding me for so long. I've been trying to get it for like a year and a half (laughs) now, and I'm I'm really good friends with the guy who owns the local record store, and I just tell him what I want. I'd be like, oh yeah, if you can order one of these and hold it for me, it'd be great. And so he does.
0: That's amazing. So uh, I wonder actually how that sounds on vinyl because for you audiophiles that don't or people that aren't audiophiles, vinyl has a has a very distinct sound, like mm, it's warmer. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you're if you an audiophile, you really honestly want to listen to lossless audio files on your computer if you really care about like how it is. But yeah. the, the reason why I like vinyl records is just because I like the intentionality of like, I'll be sitting here studying or something and it like, it's like, it's like you listen to the album all the way through. Like, it's like how the album was designed to be listened to instead of like listening on a playlist on shuffle or something.
0: Yeah, I, uh, there's a lot of times I'll just go through, you know, shuffle playlists, but then I'll go back to my albums. Play you know how it's supposed to be because you know they designed and structured that way. Art is sick, so yeah. We gotta talk more about gaming outside of this because I could probably go on about esports for a bit, man. (laughs) Um, so coaster talk. How'd you even get affiliated with that? You know,
2: so James and I were became really good friends in twenty seventeen. We actually met at a coaster radio meetup. I skipped my homecoming to go to that which was the best decision I ever made. Cause I met a lot of friends there. I also met RC knows Daniel. I met Daniel there too at that Costa radio meetup. Um, and that's where I met James. His mom, we were both there. James was, James was a little younger than me. So he was there with his mom. I was there with my dad and his mom was like, she's trying to get him to talk to people his age. And she saw me. So she's like, go talk to that guy. And so our parents were talking and James and I were talking, James and I became really good friends. And now our parents are good friends too. And, um, James, I remember he had a at the time it was called Mega Coaster Review was the YouTube channel he had going on. <laughs> Mega uh, Coaster Review.
0: Oh my Man. god, this is. You hilarious. guys are getting some coaster talk lore right now.
2: Oh yeah, what you do? A little, a little fun tip: you go to YouTube, you sort by oldest to newest for for coaster talk podcast, and you hear prepubescent James like, "Hey guys, it's James here, talking about how Gatekeeper is better than Topple Dragster and stuff." It's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the best.
2: Um, but yeah, so I just kind of hopped on the podcast every now and then when Bob couldn't make it. and then Bob had to take a extended absence because he got really busy with work and family stuff. Mm-hmm. so i I hopped in to fill in and then when Bob was able to come back, I decided or I decided we might as well try to do three of us and see how that works out. and I think it's been working pretty well, yeah, because then also if one of us needs to drop out, you know we still have two people like the original show we used to be. so
0: yeah, so it's not just one lone person with a grasshopper.
2: That's how that's how it used to be, with James. James used to do coaster talk podcast just by himself.
0: Yeah, the dynamic between the three, I think, is uh, is is fantastic. You know, it's it's a great dynamic from uh, the other podcasters too. That being the Drunk Riders, <laughs> as in they're very <laughs> comedy focused, very high energy. Or you guys are something they don't go into analytics, but you guys really really talk and dissect each other's. You know, this discussions and and uh, talking points.
2: I think we're just bigger nerds, to be <laughs> honest.
0: We I mean, maybe we're just bigger nerds, but yeah, like, and each each guys' each three of your guys' perspective is uh the very besides besides ninety percent of the time you agree with James. <laughs> yeah, James and
2: I agree on like uh, our 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 top thirty is almost identical.
0: And then me and Bob's
1: top thirty are just all over the place with a bunch yeah. of wooden coasters.
2: Oh God, yeah, your your top thirty is probably ridiculous. <laughs> It is you got some crazy ridiculous. take you got some out of left field takes.
0: My top thirty, I think it's pretty stable. I think it's pretty stable. RC only just hates one thing about it.
1: Well, you've got Florida this week West. So Exactly. So it's, a, it's I think about to go crazy.
0: Yeah. Like after Florida, I have to, an idea. It's about you've to never go been crazy. Full West. So the last time I've been to Florida was when I only went for Disney and hit like Sea Orlando and Universal Side Parks. Mm-hmm. So uh, and even when I went to Sea I couldn't ride Mansa or anything because it was just I was too small. So oh man, so it's been a minute. It's been yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm this year has basically been the year I'm getting jumping right back into everything. Like came back to Cedar Point in so long, I'll finally getting to Florida and actually able to ride the rides. So man, the top twenty-five be- is gonna be
1: yeah, dude. It's basically gonna be like when it blew up after Kennywood and Cedar Point. It's gonna be like that, but even more. There's just so many good coasters in Florida you're about to get on.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see what this list looks like. Like, yeah, I got to see a before and after. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll show you the before. Because the only one that RC doesn't like is where Storm Runner is.
2: <laughs> I've n- I've only been on that once, so I, I really don't have that much of an opinion on it.
0: I'm a Storm Runner stan, bro.
1: I love that, thing is, that thing is is Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rubbish. <laughs> I have a new piece of news. Did you guys see the picture of Mindblower?
0: Yeah, yeah. What about uh, it? Oh my
1: gosh, the, the track.
2: <laughs> no, I did not see this. So Hold on. there was That's something. Where on was this Twitter, on?
0: It, it was on Twitter. Some, or actually, it was on Reddit, but it was also going around on Twitter as well. But um, it, the chat. it showed basically a a lot of some of the topper track. Was got <laughs> splintered, bro? Like, it's, yeah. Oh man, it's not looking good like we already know that ride is notorious even people that haven't rode it just as in the community it's known like you guys have just told me and yeah. rc still loves the hell out of that ride because he's a I do. uh but yeah that
1: way better than storm runner I'll i don't know people are
0: saying like <laughs> people are saying like oh it's been like that for a few years but like i don't know fix it that doesn't that's not a good look <laughs>
1: It had, it's 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 a little jarring, but it's still a good it, ride. Uh, feels like it's running on square wheels, but it's all right.
0: Well, so the splintering is where on the outside it gives that.
1: Yeah, I just sent it.
0: It gives that. uh Oh man! Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's bad.
0: It'll question if I'm gonna go and look <laughs> when I go, and I will dictate if I will ride. <laughs>
1: Knowing fun spot, it'll be open tomorrow morning.
0: I'm getting there Looking to Orlando at twelve. Eleven fifty seven. You get there tomorrow? No no no. On oh, no, on the eighth. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's a slow key bot next day. day. Nah. Okay. But yeah, um it doesn't look that doesn't look great.
2: It does not look... Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is Mind Blower, I'm assuming, the most aggressive of the small gravity group ones they've made?
1: Of the ones I've ridden, yes. The
2: ones I've ridden, yes as well, I believe. It's definitely more intense than Kentucky Flyer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Switchback. I haven't done Switchback. Yeah. Amazing ride.
0: So, I think it's a mix of the Florida weather. And how that ride is? Oh, well, my phone just fell. And now that ride tries to throw you out like that's a bowl. I mean, yeah, that's it's unfortunate. It's already is at the state that it is. But hopefully it's layout, soon. It's,
1: its layout is really aggressive. So
0: uh, all right. So next thing I have here is. Disney, if it didn't actually come up, but you already threw in Disney. It came up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, any we
1: have a we have an expert on Disney. in yeah. the call, have
0: a we have a man who has a PhD on a on Disney a little bit. Those <laughs> them some Disney. Uh, I guess. What's your favorite things about the parks, or even just the IPs that you like on Disney?
2: Um, I do like so my favorite thing about disneyland is it feels the i'll go into a little tangent here i'll, I'll, I'll adjust the question a little no, bit because no, I'll, no a tangent lot of
0: in a way tangent because
2: I'll, i get a lot of questions a lot of times about people why they ask me why i like disneyland better than disney world and to me i i mean i have an obvious extreme bias because i went to disneyland like hundreds of times as a child mm-hmm. but i think that disneyland feels so much more or so much less commercial to me You know, the castle may be smaller. It may be a smaller park. There may be less attractions. But the way it feels to me, at least when I went, it was much less crowded from my experience with Disney World, too. Um, You know, there's, like, small little things. Like, Walt actually walked inside Disneyland versus Disney World. He never saw completed, so. um, Or the Magic Kingdom, at least. And so I just think that Disneyland feels so much more less commercial I guess it just feels like it's more of like a, a personable experience and not, again that's probably some of my my bias talking but well the thing is if you talk the two resorts I still prefer Disneyland but that's definitely more of my bias because California adventure is really going downhill in my my opinion because yeah. it's it has a bit of an identity crisis right now or it doesn't know if it wants to be still the California adventure that it used to be where it was California themed or if they want to just pump as many IPs into it as they can. Cause that's what seems to be going on right now.
0: I almost think we should just make Pixar appear the whole park, but
2: yeah. Like <laughs> just change the name of the park. Cause there's like, there's very little California left in that park. I feel yeah.
0: it's unfortunate we're here on the last episode or even, uh, the one where <laughs> your last coaster talk, because we were talking about Bob Iger, shaping Jay- Jacob, <laughs> uh, I wonder how much of that was Iger, like Iger's lingering still. Or if Chapek really just said, "Hey, we're just gonna throw in as much as we can," because yeah, like Chapek definitely didn't understand what made Disney special at all. He just kind of threw in. Unfinished. Oh yeah, it was all
2: he was. He was more looking at the bottom line, looking at the numbers of everything, where Iger kind of understood more. I think about what makes Disney Disney. And, um, but yeah. something to remember though, real quick, is that just because the CEOs change doesn't mean the parks are gonna change right away because mm-hmm. the head, the head of. Disney Parks has not changed. It's still Josh DeMiro. Yep. It's Bob Iger is working with someone else now, or it's that Josh DiMero is working with someone else now who will give him different ideas and like stuff like that. So it's, you know, people are expecting, oh, just because Bob Iger is back, reservations are going to be gone. We're going to have Fast Pass back. Genie Plus is going to be gone. None of that's probably going to happen. It's all probably going to, you know, this is probably more Josh. It's probably, I, I always thought that the change at Disney, all, like the, you know, with the Genie Plus, the Lightning Lane, and stuff like that. That was more of what Josh Demarro's doing than Bob Chapik. I could be completely wrong, but you know, it's so when things change like this, um, it's just important to remember it's not going to change in an instant. You know, yeah. especially because Iker's only going to be in the company for two years. So,
0: I always thought it was an evil concoction of the two. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you like, could look at it like that, yeah. Because you know, he's look yeah Chip, looking at the bottom line, looking at oh we're making money and revenue, and then. Josh, letting him do it in ways because he has access as president. Just, we can go on this for a bit because I, I, I do I do follow Disney you know a little bit. That's the reason why I stopped going was because of the recent few years like lost some of its luster in my opinion.
2: So well, the cost is also just oh that the, pr- the price of when I was a kid. This makes me sound so old, but I promise I'm only twenty two. <laughs> no,
1: when me, I was I a oh, when
2: I was a kid, a freaking uh, a season pass for the SoCal. SoCal deal for being a SoCal resident is now the price of an just a day ticket. So... Wow. It's it's crazy.
0: Anyway, I do not want to look at Magic Kingdom's prices because they just literally make me throw up. So, <laughs> we're kind of... On a better note, Disney, hopefully, hopefully, turns uh, for the better because... Uh, yeah,
2: we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Because
0: even... Even... As a someone who was in the comics, and obviously I look like at MCU, it was hurting my watching experience. Looking at things getting rushed out, you know, as being a a comic book nerd, man, I wasn't a fan of Phase Four. just the consensus. Hard <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. Did you guys see like <laughs> they they put trains on the track for Air Force One today?
0: Did they? Right. So yes. That, that That's be, the one
1: I forgot about. That's another one I forgot about. I guess about we can start
0: off because we can start off that with news. But I guess last thing last two things here. Most overrated coaster and most underrated coaster. And this can also be a park for most overrated and most underrated.
1: Emmy's hot um, takes. I
2: don't know if it's a hot take anymore. I feel like Nitro is really overrated. Bob's gonna disagree with me with that if he ever listens to Nitro. Nitro is
0: I think Horrible. Nitro is perfectly rated as being seen as mid. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I
2: feel like it's very. It's a very polarizing coaster. You have people that love it and then people that hate it. I'm trying to think about other coasters that I have a hot take that it's overrated, but I can't really.
0: So, like, mm. I feel like if you like Nitro, you might also like Apollo's Chariot and Intimidate.
2: I mean, I, I like Apollo's Chariot, but I don't like Nitro.
0: So, do you like, is it the views on Apollo's Chariot?
2: I think there's more. I think
1: there's actually airtime. The, wait, the back, the wait, wait, sung. wait, wait. West, are you, are you saying that Nitro and Apollo's Chariot are, like, equivalent? N- no. <laughs> Nitro is not close to... I, the, but we're, we're sitting here talking about boring and mild
0: anyways. <laughs> hey, we're about to see what I think of
2: Mako, so... Mako's awesome.
0: Mako's, I... Mako's good, but Still
2: Mako is my favorite. Hi- uh, my favorite hyper besides Chamba. It's my favorite hyper in the states. So, boring and mild. Right
0: now Diamondback is mine. But like I said, we're gonna have to see because it's Mako has been the the hot one in the states. You know, ever since it opened. So,
1: I think I still have Diamondback above it.
0: Really? I thought you I
1: thought you when the last time we went, you had, you changed that. I don't know. It might have been recency bias. <laughs> that I feel like that's something everyone always struggles with. Yeah. Uh, My most we're talking about hypers.
2: Most underrated coaster. Uh, I'm looking at my top, my top rankings here. I'm trying to figure out what I think. Magnum, Summer Day with no trims. Oh my my god, that is ridiculous. That is an underrated coaster, I think.
0: Episode one. I was geeking over that ride because when I first rode it, I was like a tiny individual. Like I was saying, Uh, it was very uncomfortable for me. And rode it this year. Incredible ride. It's comfy. In my it's comfy. In my top ten. I'm not even afraid to say that. <laughs> like
1: I, I'd say it's underrated because a lot of people have it much lower than us. Like it's in my top fifteen. Oh yeah, I
0: agree. I agree. I agree. Those people that um, two reps. They have Millennium Forces three. Or oh gosh. Still, even though, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I guess parks. And- uh, now,
2: well, another another coaster I want to shout out real quick for okay. being underrated. I think is Tw- Twisted Colossus. Mm. I love me some Twisted Colossus. If you could not tell by my profile picture on like everything.
0: So I um, think people will probably, were they'll probably say it's because it doesn't duel as often anymore. But I don't know if I'd that's fair. E-
2: even if that's the case, you still pretty much get two rides.
0: Yeah.
2: If like- you think about it, <laughs> two short rides. But but oh my gosh, if you get that dueling ride, it is. Something very very special, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that was, that was the last thing I got to do, or one of the last times I went. I went with a friend, um, that one of my local friends in California, and we got a dueling ride. He was not an enthusiast, but oh my gosh, I've never <laughs> seen someone light up like that. Like they were having so much fun, and I was having a lot of fun too. So, all right, so we're we're on the parks now.
0: Yep.
2: Most overrated park. Ooh, this is a difficult one. Gardens Williamsburg,
0: dude. I kind of agree, but this is Timmy, so this is Timmy's opinion.
2: Mm. Kind of, I don't know. I, I also, by I got to keep in mind, I got a bias there because I'm there all the time. Same thing with I'm at Kings Dominion all the time. I feel like Cedar Point is kind of an overrated park. Like yeah. they have good coasters and good scenery, but Oof. you know, that's hot. Uh, mm. I know, I know some other people. Yeah, that I'm I- with. Hames Jarber that would that would agree with me
0: <laughs> I know a certain it's count that would agree with that take <laughs> Wait, Steel vengeance is in the top 100 coasters
2: like it like steel Ven- or the coasters are great don't get me wrong I love I love Cedar Point still but it's not like the greatest park in the United States
0: no I can probably agree with that I've-
2: but I, I think a lot of people see that because they see the lineup and they think that but I, you know there's other things that go into the park as well.
0: There's a difference oh. between a good coastal lineup and a good park.
2: <laughs> yeah. I and also another another overrated park, I don't really you know, I hang out with a lot of different people and so I might have a different like feeling for how people agree with this, but Great Adventure, not a big Great Adventure
1: guy.
0: I've heard different also,
1: things about it. I I really like Great Adventure, but like I don't know that I could stay. It's overrated, though, because I don't think a lot of people like it. I feel like like we're in the majority that a lot of people don't really like Great Adventure. So I feel like it's not really, like, because I feel like already people say it's mid, so there's no point in saying it's overrated.
2: Okay, yeah, that's not what I was saying. Like, I don't know, like, what the the general consensus on the park is, but, I mean, you got El Toro if it's open. You got King Naka if it's open. And now you have Jersey Devil, which I have not ridden, so I can't have any opinion on it. But from what I've heard, it's it's not the greatest single rail.
1: I actually prefer it to Wonder Woman. Really, the restraints on Wonder Woman just are too bad. I don't really think. I think Jersey Devil coaster honestly kind of hauls. I it didn't know there was running, a difference was between the restraints. Really yeah, the, train, the trains,
2: multiple Oh, okay.
1: Like I was like displeasantly surprised by Wonder Woman, to be honest.
2: Really, I I rode. Railblazer, and that was freaking awesome. I rode that in the front row, and that was amazing. Yeah, I'm not
1: too sure, but, um, but
0: that's generally the consensus I've heard of Great Adventure. Yeah, it's like, you take out one of their top three, and the lineup's already hurting, you know. I mean,
1: they've got a Batman clone. Then you're got... in a
0: Six Flags park, you know. At that point. <laughs> uh, mean?
2: so, well, most underrated park mm-hmm. in my eyes there's a couple holiday world is underrated in my opinion, even if they don't handle things right. Sometimes <laughs> we'll get on to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even if people already love that park, it deserves more love because it is it more love than they, than they get because that is an amazing park. I, you know, the the charm there is, is something the you, you know, you can't get at chain parks. Well, there's,
1: there's people that think holiday world is overrated because of Hollywood nights.
0: I mean that's that's why this is a perfect topic for this. this yeah, show. we've been we've been having this topic for since before even the cast, honestly. Like so. Yeah,
2: I mean I think it's a really special park. I mean, the, the Oasis stations really had to, in my opinion. I love the Oasis yeah. stations. So um,
0: what exactly are those?
1: Those are the free drink stands. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: man. You, yeah. Okay, alone that is has to be one of the best parks in the
1: world. Well, how, the Holiday World is my number two park, so behind Universal Iowa. Yes, Holiday World is my number two park behind Iowa. So I already have like a very high opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah I know. I know a lot of people do, but I, I think that you know some people think it's a good park, but it's like really like top tier. It is, and that's a lot. It has a lot to do with the staff and the coasters and just the way that they the park is is ran I think for the most part yeah um another underrated this is this is one I was thinking about earlier um so in Europe when you think of good parks or the best parks in Europe you think Europa you think Port Aventura but I really think that the best park that I went to in Europe was Fantasia land when I went mm. I liked it better than Europa I liked it better than Port Aventura and you know even if you take the coasters out of it it had the best theming I think I've ever experienced in any theme park, hands down. It was amazing. I mean, the rock work when you're walking through, like, by Colorado Adventure and back towards Terran in that area, um, the, the way that it's just like you, you literally feel like you're in a canyon, it's amazing. And then, like, you literally walk 100 feet in a different direction, you got Terran and that crazy, it's like a whole different area. And it's another crazy, crazy example of like amazing rock work and theming there. And then you, you walk and you have like a, I think it's more like a typical classic German section with like a Ferris wheel. And then you walk over towards Rookborough, if I remember if, it's, if that's how you pronounce it. And that's where Fly is. Mm. And that, oh my gosh, I can't even describe with words how amazing that area of the park is. You literally feel like you're in like a whole different time period. It is absolutely stunning. Like if I could go back to any park in Europe, it'd be Fantasia Land. I think that when people go to Europe trips, they, it doesn't get discussed as much as it should be.
1: I mean, let's go to Land.
2: I would be down. I love Fantasialand. It really, I love, I love Germany too.
0: It really sounds like that, that they just hit immersion at a whole nother level. Like you don't need an, none of this is IPs either because generally like, oh, we have, Oh, that's
2: another thing that makes it awesome. Yeah.
0: We have Wizarding World Harry Potter, which. It's probably incredible, you know. I've never been. I've all oh, have heard nothing but amazing things. But people go there because you know Harry Potter. They go to Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge because Star Wars. But this is just steaming off of just, just people's mind, like just their own their own IP, their own lore that they're making in Fantasia Land. That's really, really, really cool.
2: And one coaster there that was underrated. I also want to shout out. It's a funny one. Colorado Adventure is their mine train. Oh my gosh. It was actually really shocking how great that ride was. <laughs> if I remember right, it has just like buzz bar lap bars. And it had three lift hills. It was incredibly long. It was like different sections. But the 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 weirdest thing about it was the pacing of the ride. Like the way like you'd go up over a hill and it really whip you over. Like there was some good forces on that, that mine train. And there was like sections that was like all completely indoors in the pitch black. I mean... That is a ride that really, I think, most underrated, surprising ride that I rode in Europe, I think. And it's a mine train.
0: They're trying to get the kids ready.
2: <laughs> that was really shocking. I was not expecting that. James and I were amazed when he rode it.
0: They're saying, your next ride is Black Mamba. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Land. we actually did a bucket list episode just before. And we both had that up there. We didn't rank them, but it probably would be at least top three. It's just list parks we want to visit in general. Uh, You hear nothing but amazing things about it.
2: If I remember correctly, when at when James and I were at the park, at least we were like, we were trying to decide where we liked it in Europe, and we were like, do we like it the best in Europe? And like we were like, like man, this is like universal level theming everywhere. Still, like it's amazing. So
0: that's hard to do. Like people, people especially as like like
2: a especially with a park like Fantasialand like are they independent
0: I don't even know <laughs> I mean, I'm looking it
2: up currently yeah. as we speak
0: if they are then even more kudos cause that's uh, I, I haven't even been it's just, it's just the word of mouth is overwhelming it's like the closest I've ever heard to like a 99 to 100% mm-hmm. positive review it's... rating
2: well it is it is really special so
0: alright Thank you for all answering all those and yeah. Go ahead and follow Timmy. We're gonna say it again at the end of the episode. Follow him at Midcourse Media and follow Coaster Talk, because uh, he's invading the the episode right now. So appreciate it again. But we have now the news. Anyway, it, so what do we even start with now, man? Like, <laughs> do you want to start with mm. the first one? Because we I... talked about the the, the mind blower thing. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. Let me look at this. So, apparently, Area Force One has trains. Uh, I don't know if they're on. Is that the station? Looks like. Looks like
1: I want to say they're on the transfer track. Okay. Yeah, that looks like the transfer. Because it's to me. got okay. it's got the little conveyor belt. If you zoom in and stuff, they're on the transfer track.
0: All right. So they're moving. It's looking like, in my opinion, this is gonna be open in spring. 2023, like March, Aprilish. ish
1: mm, Yeah. Uh, I wonder what they're gonna if they're gonna do it on a holiday or something.
0: Yeah. But another. For the Fourth of July. God, please don't wait that long. Oh man, that was, <laughs>
1: mm, I would hate that.
0: Um, but another ride to look forward to in 2023. I mean, we're looking forward to it like now, but
1: oh, hold on, check check Discord real quick. I'm looking. This was posted seven hours ago. So, oh,
2: this this guy, Jay, the content creator, has been on top of the Air Force One content, let me tell you, YouTube the construction. Because I've looked this guy up. I've looked up construction updates, and I believe this shout is out, guys. Yeah,
1: shout out Jay, the content creator. He might... Okay, it looks like he's actually showing where they had the trains.
2: But this is the guy I remember. This is... This dude's been doing construction updates
1: for, wow, like, it, months. It looks awesome. gosh.
0: Yeah, I'm going through it right now, and... How every is this time, at
1: a fun spot park?
0: Yeah, every time I look at this ride, I it I, I need to ride it more. Each <laughs> it looks more and more just enticing. I
1: think so. That must mean that the trains on the track are is like newer than whenever he took the content that he posted today.
2: Yeah, but we don't know when he recorded that video. So yeah,
0: this layout is people really aren't realizing how long this layout, like how much it does. It yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to make a trip down for that ride. That looks good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I missed the, I missed the, um, the, stumble. the stumble in Georgia. So I'm going to have to hit six Georgia anyway. So.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, overrated park. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh I you thought, forgot oh. one.
2: <laughs> yeah. That, that pile. I like the park and I don't like the park at the same time. Like I, I have some issues where every time I go, it's incredibly busy. The cell towers are overcrowded, so I can't connect to anything. Oh. The lines are all long, but it's, it might just be more of a personal experience. I'm, probably not like that all the time.
0: RMCs. Okay. I can't look at this cause I'm going to be cooling over.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm just like, I'm just staring at all this footage of Air Force one.
0: So, yeah, Air Force One is it had seemed like it halted for a good bit, but now it's looking like it's definitely at least making some steady progress, so hopefully we can all write that sooner or later, make it down there, support them make make even more add a, add an intimate bigger news
1: think yeah that <laughs> that'll happen fun spot man. So Hollywood nights.
0: Oh, you want to cover that <laughs> now? or should we
1: hit? Should we hit all the small stuff?
0: That's what I was saying because I feel like you guys can talk about that for a good bit. Yeah, one of the... yeah,
1: add that it to the end. I think
0: yeah. Let's just continue I'm like, on. I'm
1: gonna get some I'm gonna get some water real quick.
0: Alrighty, So, uh, there we'll go with actually. some of the light stuff, get them out of the way. So Cedar Point wild mouse completed. Yeah, I mean, yep that
2: shocked me yeah. that went up really fast
0: <laughs> yeah, it went up literally like when you look at like people's progress on a connects coaster on like instagram or something or youtube that's literally how fast they put that up it was like we saw maybe a month and a half ago like the first station part and then now they're done in fact there's actually some pieces that aren't even on it it's just sitting like on the side like unfinished I don't know <laughs> it's kind of weird I don't know if I've ever seen that with like a coaster before. Like they finish the ride, but they have like remaining pieces, extra like parts. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're like crap. Where did I where did I assemble this wrong? Like, <laughs> how do I have two extra legs for this chair or something?
0: Uh, but like, yeah. can you get something from IKEA. It looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for what for what it is, it looks like it could be, it could be pretty good. You know, I'm not a, a wild mouse fan or anything.
2: Well, we'll have to see what it's like when we when it opens up, Yeah, I think. See what the area is like and stuff. I'm, I'm excited to see what that whole new section looks like, the, the boardwalk area.
0: So, I guess from going pretty recently, I'm actually pretty excited to see this pier. Because I think the park needs something like that. I don't know. Like, people say, oh, this, it's the coasters, and that's it. And I kind of agree. So... The guest experience with a with a coaster, you know, we get a bar to sit down in, get to chill out. You don't really have anywhere to do that in uh, Cedar Point, so I'll take it because probably the next year they're gonna give us Top Thrills reimagined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boogaloo, whatever they end up naming it to. The food there was good. I think Cedar Fair. We were talking about this a little bit. We were actually having Grant and Grill. Uh, Winterfest, mm. which yeah, we could talk about that a little bit too. We were at Winterfest recently, which we wrote, tw- we wrote Twisted Timbers twice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and then down for temperature. Yeah,
1: last last tray of the night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah! But um, yeah, we really it was so cold we kind of just went out and played pinball instead, which was really fun actually. Um, I did not know there was so much pinball in your area. I'm jealous.
2: There was, yeah, that, that little uh, section there, there was a ton of places to play pinball in that, like, four-block square that we were at. Like, we could have gone to other places, too.
0: Yeah, I looked up afterwards. I uh, I was like, all right, pinball near me. And it literally was listing places in Richmond. I'm like, well... <laughs> hey,
1: we were killing so, it, though, on Star Wars. We both, we all put up, like, 200 million.
0: Beat Star Wars? Yeah, we, were, we kept getting free plays. We got, like, who... We looked over one point and then RC has seven hundred million. Like yeah. in like maybe less than forty five seconds. No, it was less than ten seconds. He went he, he jumped like three hundred million in less than ten seconds. <laughs> He ended the game yeah, with That's pretty million. awesome. No, I, I don't understand that Star Wars game. <laughs> I need to play it more. I don't know how to get any I think I was kind of sorting up setting up a meta. But man. But yeah, pinball's fun. Play play pinball if you don't play pinball.
2: Yes, um, West. one thing you can do, a little off topic, but there's an app, a website, an app called Pinball Map you can go to and just look up your area and find Pinball near you. All right. Just look up Pinball Map. That's all, that's all it is. Yep.
1: If, I do, if I do that at my house, it's depressing. I'd have to drive like an hour. Really? Yeah, there's nothing near me.
2: Is Ocelot and all that not near you?
1: Oh, you're talking about the stuff in like Northern Virginia? Yeah. I'd have to drive like
2: an hour. Yeah. That's like an hour from you?
1: Yeah.
0: If there is something in Northern Virginia, I might be in luck. I have to see. But when I. <laughs> it was showing me like rentals and repairs and then just Richmond arcades. I'm like.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, Pinball Map is the website to, to do. Like, I, when I'm out and James and I are like on a trip or something and we want to play pinball that night, we just go on Pinball Map and look up this pinball in the area.
1: Oh, Arcade Monsters, Timmy, in uh, Florida.
0: Oh, yeah, that was awesome.
1: Fun. Yeah, Might have to go. Wes, we might have to go there.
0: Arcade
1: There's another
2: place at Deezerland, I believe it's called, that has a ton of machines.
1: I'm going to have to check it out this trip.
0: So now we're talking about the news. About hey,
1: I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, especially if uh, Universal closes at like eight o'clock. It's true. You some pinball. You can go with Bob and Pam. Oh, yeah. We'll set up a set up everyone to go play pinball.
0: Hopefully, they'll turn the lights off on us like they did last time, and then
1: and just rip rip the cords out
2: of the machine, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we were just finishing our game, man.
1: Yeah, that was not cool. That was not cool. Uh,
0: so, what else? Well, the, so, I'll, I'll throw the meme one out here. There's a new disco Yeti lighting. I don't know if you saw that, to Tibby. I did not. <laughs> so, it looked like, honestly, like a maintenance worker left a light on, like, behind the Yeti at Expedition Everest. But in my opinion, it kind of made the disco Yeti look a little better. Because you could actually see him, and it just wasn't seizure fuel. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> That's Just funny. Um, you guys can probably look that up if you want to, but I thought that was interesting and funny. The Batman trains in Park Madrid, though. Oh, Man. those look
1: great. Those look fantastic.
0: As a Batman stan. Man. <laughs> oh, those, uh, those look, I need to see them in actual physical... Like, I need an actual picture. I need to see them in real
1: life. Cause, yeah. I can't wait to get some more shots of those.
0: Uh, what were we Jeffrey Siebert standing for again? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, the sign. He, he said, um... Oh, wait,
2: was it for the... um? Was this at Fiesta Texas where they say yeah. now, like, what what temperature the rides go down at?
1: Yeah, they wanted to... It was because he was saying he wanted to have better communication with the public. I think that's a great idea in an effort to enhance our guest communication, our world class operations team add adds new informational signs for attractions that are temporarily closed. So yeah, shout out Jeffrey Siebert again. Best park president out there.
2: I like Kevin at Busch Gardens a lot too. He's cool. Cause he, I, I like him because he's always walking around the park. Like he, He's always down to just sit and chat and talk.
0: Is this uh, Williamsburg? Yeah. Surprising. Short
2: mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> really short guy.
0: Blends up with the crowd.
1: <laughs> it's a good uh, thing. It's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I'm taller than someone, it says something.
0: <laughs> uh, but we'll throw this out here, too, because uh, I didn't even know this. Apparently... Still, Dragon Two Thousand was staying when I operating for like close to over two years. Really? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I did not know that either. When I, I saw that in the rundown, I was very surprised.
0: Yeah, and they they just reopened it because uh, I upon Twitter got um it just came up on my feed that this uh, one Japanese coaster enthusiast was super happy to finally write it again. I was like, I didn't even know that. I mean, obviously not everyone's...
1: Well, because they didn't have it noted on RCDB.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh,
0: But yeah, if you're, for some reason, going to uh, Nagashima Spotland and, and need that credit, a rare credit, you're in luck. Wasn't I
1: just saying that was on my bucket list?
0: Mm-hmm. So for some reason, if you were going... <laughs> I think that's another reason why I thought that was interesting and threw it in there. Yeah. Uh, so, ah, oh, more Disney Splash Mountain closing for Princess <laughs> and the Frog refurb. Finally,
2: this is only the Disney World one though. We don't know when the yeah. Disneyland one is closing. Oh, God. But assume early, early. So early twenty twenty three. So you said there's for the that
0: Disney World one.
2: Yeah, the Disneyland one still doesn't have a closing date.
0: So this isn't gonna open for another six years
2: if it's oh, on the Tron schedule. Man. No, it's supposed to it's supposed they're supposed to open in 2024 maybe.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll give them some delays. I'll say maybe early 2025.
2: Late 2024 is when they're expected to open. We'll see what happens. Um a lot of things are down at Disneyland right now actually for refurb, or we'll be closing for refurb in sounds early like 20-
1: 20. <laughs> sounds like that's very far.
2: Yeah, I, I actually I saw a post on Instagram from a Disneyland fan account I follow. The things that are scheduled for refurb currently toontown won't open until march it's a small world closing the uh remove the holiday theme Radiator springs racers closing great moments with mr lincoln indiana jones is closing for a huge refurbishment the web Slingers. spider-man ryan is closing tarzan's treehouse is closed right now grizzly river run haunted mansion and now splash mountain will be closing soon so that's like literally like 10 rides are down for refurbishment right now or to remove the holiday theme
0: oh my god yeah it's like i don't even really even know these parks were 365 literally like uh how do you do it seamlessly <laughs> oh no, you don't yeah you get robots and you do it overnight but we're not at that point yet maybe that's what disney has been uh, working on ever since the spider-man animatronic Trying to make <laughs> animatronics that just do stuff in the park.
2: Apparently, they, apparently they have one that's Baymax and it's supposed to actually fly, oh. like a drone or something. We'll oh. see how that works.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Um, where would they be doing that Pixar Pier? Oh.
2: No, it's my actually God. at Disneyland, I believe, in Disney World during a fireworks show, possibly.
0: Huh. No coherence. From what I've heard. <laughs> Man. So yeah, what are your what do you think about the re this redesign? Have you ever been I on mean, Splash Mountain? See- I
1: mean, <laughs> I have not. Don't think I've been on Splash Mountain. I I'm sad about it because I
2: love Splash Mountain, but I mean, I understand, you know, what it's linked with. If people are getting offended, I'm always for changing. For the most part, so um, as much as I'm going to miss it, I kind of understand. Um, but it is sad, I know, cause I, I personally don't particularly see the issue, but I also understand like kind of what it's linked with. I haven't really looked too deep into it. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just going to miss it. I mean, I wish they'd themed it as something other than an IP like princess and the frog, but, yep. or some, at least something else that kind of fit better, but it's what we got. We'll have to see what happens see if it's any good first before we make any full judgment. But I mean, I wish it was something a little more fitting to a water ride.
0: I think the overlay could work, but I mean, you're getting rid of one of the definitive, like iconic (laughs) Disney attractions, regardless of whether or not feel majority, probably feel the way you feel like they aren't, Upset with the fact people feel a certain way, they're upset with you know, they're gonna be losing a classic ride that they rode every time at Disney World. Right. So, yeah, it's losing a piece of history in amusement parks. So, it is somewhat sad. It is, sad. but well, hopefully this can, uh, live up to the original. That's all we can hope for. Right?
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh. So I didn't really know much about this until I saw it. RC, but Leviathan opened in Sea World, Australia.
1: Yes, I
0: have you Finally. seen the POV? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my <laughs> gosh!
1: Uh, I'm like bad uh, things, good things. It looks incredible.
0: It Gravity Group is is king.
1: Like for for its stats, the POV looks incredible, and I'm not one to watch a lot of POVs. Really. I yeah. Love I mean, that looks like an incredible woody.
0: Yeah, like this
2: I mean, ride has been under construction for such a long time.
0: <laughs>
2: oh man, this looks really good. Yeah. Let's see. Because this was supposed to open in twenty twenty along with Pantheon, if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, so this is literally a SeaWorld park. It, it's
1: got very similar stats to. Boardwalk Bullet, actually.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Is this owned by Seas? Yes. I actually did not know that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, this was just a... Uh, like a park in Australia called SeaWorld.
2: <laughs> no, no, this is actually a SeaWorld park, yeah.
0: Wow, that, that
1: actually... The Leviathan looks incredible, really. It does look really good.
0: So... Where in Australia is this?
2: Uh, that is a Google question. I'm oh. looking it up right now.
0: There's like a... That trick track right after? In the movie. <laughs> that overbank looks incredible.
2: Thank you, Gravity Group. Yeah. So it is in, like, the very eastern tip of Australia, really, so...
0: Aren't all their parks like super spread out from each other too?
2: Um, Warner Brothers Movie Land is twenty minutes away. It says.
0: Oh wow! Oh wow! A this can't be right. For...
2: <laughs> wow. The more you know, DC Rivals is twenty five minutes from Leviathan.
1: Well, I saw. I mean, they they always are talking about how Australia is on the come up in the uh, Buzzbars chat. So, I don't know if I ever want to go there <laughs> All right. Really?
2: Terrified of spiders And they have spiders that are the size of plates They eat birds
1: yes. Well I'm terrified of the spiders too But they've got some damn good roller coasters over there
0: Well it's not like they'd be crawling out Like spiders like here Like you just see one randomly like On your wall or something Like you wouldn't just come out of your bathroom And just see <laughs> a massive bird eater spider to... You don't know that yeah, it's a, a lot of that stuff. Oh, is, uh... can,
1: we, can we stop talking about spiders?
0: <laughs> Sorry for all the rat and the fools listening. <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, yeah, oh my god, about... I looked
2: up how common are spiders in Australia, and there's literally just pictures of giant spiders in houses, and now I'm freaked out. Timmy. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they are huge. Uh,
0: So now we're getting to all the good stuff now. So Portaventura. Adding the Uncharted Coaster. One of the first multi dimensional coasters in the world.
2: Yeah, it looks I'm excited to see what I'm excited to see and also I don't wanna look and so I can be surprised if I actually go back and ride it. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um I'm not a fan of the uncharted IP, as in like them using it. Cause it's from the movie. It looks like, and not necessarily the games. The games. So. Uh,
2: Who doesn't like Tom Holland now?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of gonna he's one of those faces in Hollywood now, right? <laughs> Where he's very likable face, very likable guy. Um, I think regardless, though, this could be incredible. You know, it, I don't. I'm assuming it has to be Intamin or who's who's another manufacturer does 40 type of multi-dimensional like houses and stuff and coasters like immersive coasters
2: uh does Vekoma do it? I don't think so I believe I believe that this is an Intamin I'm looking it up as we speak
0: it's like I feel like it's part of their new lineup this new uh new project or that they have these multi-dimensional yeah it's
2: an Intamin okay
0: cause it's doing a lot
2: I think uh, it's Intamin and Sally possibly working together oh interesting but then Sally's doing the theming. And uh, Timmy's doing the coaster.
0: So, I Know Escape from Gringotts is also an incident. Yes. Um was that also a multi-dimensional coaster? I guess so. <laughs> Cuz like I don't when I saw like what all this uh at least when they sh- when I look at their videos of the new model, um, it seems like just an advancement like the Escape from Gringotts. Like, what that could have done. And they were just like, hey, we can do even more now, and it's even more reliable. So. I'm, a, I, I'm excited for any type of new coasters that I really put in, you know. Those, and not everything has to be a giga. Not everything has to have 20-year time hills. You know? I'm a Dark Red <laughs> fan, too, so immersing uh, both of them is, is awesome. So, I'll take if it's it.
2: anything like Gringotts, it'll be a treat, so. No, yeah.
0: Uh, so, I another reason to go to Porta Ventura, if you already didn't have a reason. Uh, RC, what do you think about this?
1: That's exactly fighting, my thoughts, too. I'm fighting the urge to not say anything about that Gringotts comment.
2: Oh, I see. Because, I see. I know exactly why.
1: <laughs> why is that?
2: <laughs> well, Bob... You know.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh. Well, I'm just saying Gringotts is mid.
2: Oh, I thought you were saying because you spoiled something for Bob that you you did not want to spoil. Oh,
1: the tilt track? Yeah. Oh, I I, I get what you're getting at. Because I spoiled it for Bob, but... Okay, never mind.
2: I love Gringotts. Even if it's not really that much of a coaster, it's still an awesome freaking ride. (laughs)
1: It's all right.
0: Uh, I'm glad, or I thought it was hilarious that time me, thought he was like, Oh no, you don't want to spoil it. Where, so, oh no, I just, I was just gonna say and it then
2: RC good. goes, The tilt track.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I did
1: it again. <laughs> Shoot, yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: yeah, high rollers.
2: You are, you were terrible <laughs> at spoiling things. This is crazy. I literally avoided it, I did a great job, and
0: I, I, I had a feeling like, you know, it might be one of those like those Karnan type of experiences where people say, Don't, don't talk about the, the lift hill what, what happens on the- Oh, that's my number
2: one bucketless coaster. Oh my god.
1: Huh.
0: So it's one of those. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know where it is. So I still think I'll be I'll be caught off guard. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> nice, nice high rollers moment. Yeah. Oh wait, there was less stuff. Good thing. job, buddy. Vakoma finally has perfected the their boomerang because they have so many boomerangs.
1: Wasn't that the one meme? Um, that was like a meme thing, right? Yeah, because it's
0: another boomerang. Showcasing <laughs> okay, so another boomerang on model. Uh, I forgot where that one's going though. Because I was just kind of like, because I China right.
1: In. Yeah, it's, in, it's a, between Beijing and Shanghai. Now,
0: it is a super boomerang, so it's not like I'm just... Oh, it's another... It's actually doing, like... It's a, it's a pretty unique layout, uh, but... Yeah, it's a boomerang from Vakoma. They have those unlocked. <laughs> right. So, finally, what do you guys think? What is the... <laughs> as? The Six Flags, I don't even know how you say it, is actually seeming like it's coming together. A lot of people have their doubts, especially with Falcon's Flight being the hot topic, coaster that breaks every single record, basically, as we know it for coasters, in one. The longest, tallest, fastest. Pro- probably most, I don't know about most inversions, but probably some inversion-type record. And they have finally version or something they have finally uh starting to work on the station it's been making waves i'm pretty sure a lot of enthusiasts if you're on if you're terminally online have seen uh the uh engineer that posted it on twitter um but he uh posted hey, we're starting the station for falcon's flight it's actually happening
1: so when do we find out more <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly um, you know, I did, I did, I was going through Intamin's, uh, panels and I got to ACES and they were talking about, uh, this is during Iapa. They were talking about, um, one of the, I forgot exactly the top question they had. It was, uh, what was the <laughs> most challenging projects you had to work on or basically element, or basically while worrying about people worrying about your guests on the ride, you know, and dealing with that. And right. he was saying the hardest thing he had to design or instruments had to work with was the Falcons flight Project, And I was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> for the next three minutes I was listening. Cause he said, we stood on the cliff uh, where the 700 foot dropper they wanted. And it was just saying, Oh, it's going to be amazing for people to actually experience this. You know, we're going to designed it. And, you know, making that layout was one of the hardest things you had to do, probably, at least for his tenure in working at it. And I was like, so it's actually designed and completed.
2: <laughs> I did not hear this. This is pretty freaking
0: yeah. awesome to I me. I feel like this is under the radar. Like, I feel like people didn't hear wow. that. So that's the, that was to me where when I saw the station and then I heard that, I'm like, oh, crap. This is actually happening?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, I don't... I um, don't think there's going to be boosters down that 700-foot drop, because... <laughs> come on. <laughs> that would be stupid. <laughs> if that actually happens, oh that, my gosh. That's, that's some Thrillville, like... Come on. But I do think, like, that could be one of the best drops in the world. If it, if they somehow successfully get that. <laughs> to work. Uh, but from what I heard, it's still... It's just still like a, a what the fuck of anything like wow. Apparently a few uh bit of the infrastructure in the park has been being worked on too. So we'll see. We'll see if they say any more about it. It's I'm going to I'm
2: going to remain uh, a little cautious and see what happens.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we we stay cautious here, but it's interesting. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: Oh, I'm it intrigued. is definitely interesting. <laughs>
0: All right, so finally, finally, and this is the last of the news, but also segue into our topic. By the day. the Hollywood Nights has tickets again. Well, when we did, record, when we were, we were, we were going to record this. They had tickets, but now they don't. But they have a whole new event, or the not a whole new event. They're bringing back Hollywood, uh Hollywood Nights. But they were not doing the cap, it seemed like, anymore. They were doing these weird group tickets. So you guys might know better exactly how, uh, how they were setting. Well,
2: they were, so they were limiting it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It still
2: isn't going to be like anyone can go as long as they get a ticket. It's still limited because they want to make the experience better for
1: those who can go, but But they did a, so instead of doing the survey and stuff like last year, they did first come first serve.
2: Right. This time it was, yeah, it's a first come first serve and you just sit there, you refresh the website, write it, whatever time it releases for you and you hope you get in, which I got in on three different devices and then I was checking out, I had five different tickets in my cart or six different tickets in my cart and then I went to put in the credit card information to to pay for them and I hit confirm purchase and they got removed from my cart and said that there was an error.
1: Because the event was sold out. Yeah, really. That's the main thing. It's that's uh, the issue.
2: That's uh, that's the issue I have because Holiday World yes. said, and I will try to pull it up real quick so I can quote it directly. Um, I'm pulling it up now. I do. But they, they said
0: saying like you basically there wasn't gonna be a capping like
2: no. So I I believe they're still they still wanted there to be a cap, but what they said is that. Um, once tickets are added to your cart, they're only saved for 15 minutes to so bug your friend who never texts back now.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and so I had them in my cart and they got removed from me still. That's the issue that I have. Yeah. And so I talked to customer service about it, honored. yeah, no, it was not. And I talked to customer service about it and they said that it was a big issue that they had with third party contractor that they have for the tickets checkout thing. And they said that there's just nothing they can do because everyone had this issue. So they'd have to give out like a ton of tickets. Luckily, I was able to get one for myself because I was just trying to, instead of trying to get all six, I was just trying to add one with my own information to see if there was like individual ones just dropping out. And I managed to get one for myself, but that was it. So I couldn't get any for anyone else I was trying to get them for, which is really frustrating.
0: I mean, that's what I heard is people, what's that, went as single tickets? Had no issue. The group ones is where it was most of the issues.
2: So, and also like if you... Checked out really fast, you wouldn't have an issue. But I was like trying to put in card information and stuff, so yeah, yeah. But if you got it done, like it was probably no issues for the first like five minutes or so if you were quick with it. But, but the issue, the issue is that if they're out of your cart and it sa- they told you that they're going to be safe for fifteen minutes, they weren't, and they all they did was apologize. They said there was nothing. Yeah,
1: I, I really, I don't necessarily have an issue with the way that they did it, but like. Because they did it through a third-party software and there were all these issues, now just a bunch of people are shit out of luck. Right. Because they can't just oversell and go past how many people they want at the event. So the people that did not get honored their 15 minutes and they got fucked over, there's nothing that can be done for them. And they're just going to be getting a bunch of calls from angry enthusiasts that didn't get in.
2: Which is definitely not the spot they want to be in.
1: And that's... So they, they've got to find some system to where it actually works. Especially with the popularity of the event. Exactly, yes.
0: Yeah, like, I have never been able to experience mm-hmm. one. Yet. Uh, I thought it would have been easier this year. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, the camping is real for anything, it seems like, you know, from shoes to graphics cards all the way down to Hollywood night tickets. <laughs> <laughs> People will do what they want to get what they need to get, you know, their wants. Uh, but yeah, I feel like maybe there should have been a time period, like just in general, where you could have got tickets if they really wanted to do I don't know the way they were doing, cause like, did they even say what the cap was?
1: It was supposedly um, like two hundred tickets or something. Two hundred. No,
0: it's more than that. Last time well, they had five hundred.
1: I think they wanted to do a little bit more than that.
0: It was like it's around that range.
1: Everyone could buy four, I thought, or something like that.
0: If that were the case, then like, there's no. Then of course they ran out fast.
2: Perfect. Yeah, it, it's really like. It needs to get figured out. I mean, I understand yeah. because they're trying to find the happy medium. Cause one time I went and I got one ride, one trimless ride on voyage the entire weekend. Hmm. Um, which I was not very happy about. And then another time I like last time I went and you literally could get as many rides on it. It was a station wait. So, cause the lot, the one, one time two hour and two and a half hour wait during ERT the other time, like 10 minutes. So I think they're just trying to find that happy medium and trying to figure out the best way to do this. But I think, and I was talking a little bit in another Discord channel I'm in. The best way to do this, in my opinion, is before they had you fill out a survey and write like a small... Like you could you could write like a small like why you think you want to be chosen or that type of thing. Yeah. And I think the best way to do it is start off with that. And they did a lottery system through that. So they could pick out like random people. And so your group would get chosen, I believe. Like you would get like a, a guest ticket or two. Yeah. Um, if you got chosen through that. Do it that system first. So then people can randomly get selected so that it makes it so the people who are really good at getting stuff online fast, or who are bad at that, um, still have another opportunity to get tickets. Um, And then that also makes it so you give out, like I'd say, maybe 60-70% of your tickets through the lottery system, then you don't have as much website traffic going through on the online system, so the website doesn't have as many issues. Um, I think that's the best way to do it in my opinion, and then that still gives, because Then people, it gives people, if they feel like they miss out on the lottery, then they also feel like they have the chance to take fate into their own hands, kind of, and like still try to get their own tickets. I think that's
0: the best way to do it, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, because like people were saying that they have had a lot of, I've heard a lot of their first time experience where you only were able to get one trimless. And then I heard last year, for some people, it almost felt too light. (laughs)
1: well that's that's you know i'm interested to see i only went this past year and it was very light we were able to get a lot of rides i wonder in 2023 how much they increased that cap by or if they remained in a very similar position because obviously there's such a drastic change between a two and a half hour wait in 2021 and then this year 2022 they're being like no wait So I wonder how that's going to change this year.
2: Right, I want to see. well, it really just depends on how many more
1: tickets they sold. So we'll have to see. And I wonder if they were able to, like, use the data from 2021 and this year to, like, gauge a number of tickets that they wanted to sell this year or something. But, I mean, still, it seems like, yet I think something else they did was try to just,
2: like, they... The fact that these tickets are being sold right now in the beginning of December right. when the event is in, like, beginning of June, um, I think that has a lot to do. They're trying to, like, get people that are really invested in the event that actually care. Like, yeah. they know, like, I need to get this done now. Or like they, well, you know, they.
1: I, and I completely agree. But despite that, it's still sold out to a point where there's a lot of people that didn't get tickets that want to go and tried to get tickets still. So that kind of, like, gauges just how popular this event is getting.
0: You know, that's what I was going to bring up. Oh, totally. Um, how small are is the enthusiast percentage, actually?
1: <laughs> I mean, we've got to have a community of... So if we are just talking about... There's... Across the world, you know, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, that's, like...
1: And people from across the world find out about Hollywood Nights.
0: Because... If
1: they're actually into the hobby. Because, you, you
0: know, they say, like, oh, I and I do agree, a lot of the business decisions, they're not looking at enthusiasts, but, like... Not at all. You know, some of these, you know, holiday worlds, Knovels, you know, without the enthusiasts, the word of mouth. Because they don't really market, you know.
2: Right. The word mm-hmm. of mouth is really insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, I, I question how big is the pool of people that are into it enough to know about hollywood heights and want these tickets to how big the pool is that actually get in what's the what's the cap
0: now i do think that they're probably actively looking at every single year and trying like like timmy said earlier just actively tuning trying to make as perfect as possible which it probably never will be um really nothing is perfect you know, there's always going to be some sort of hedge, some sort of wart con, but hopefully... The event the event can only get more
1: popular. As social media becomes more popular, the event can only get more popular. I think that's kind of something else that's happening here.
0: You know what I can also see? Yeah. I could see them doing an early... I don't know if they... Like an early... Tickets? Like this... Like you can buy them now, and then they might do another wave later.
2: I that's I'm still kind of thinking that might be something that they do possibly later. As I, I was
1: thinking so too, yeah.
0: Cause, yeah, the event is a whole six months away. We're all dealing with at least on my end. I'm, I'm worrying about buying a lot of do you know, family gifts, you know, friends gifts.
2: Exactly. Yeah. This like this is a time where. There was a lot of money being spent everywhere, and so
0: I would feel a little selfish. Like, all right, let me throw one forty for this uh, for myself, <laughs> real quick. with I, this.
1: I've, well, you know, I've seen people saying that they've raised the price a lot mm-hmm, I heard that for so. the event as well, and I don't necessarily think it's overpriced for what we
0: get. Isn't but like, two nights like they're, of a, they're like two whole days and a night. Yeah. Of a... Well, the nights you get ERT of all the rides and then Tremless Voyage.
1: But they're also picking this time of year to release upcharged tickets, trying to, like, really find the people that want to invest into this event, you know? And then yet again, it's still, it's oversold, and there's a lot of people that didn't get tickets.
0: Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. So... I guess that'll go on to the topic here for the for the cast that we have, which we're kinda of technically talking about a bit. But does Hollywood night skew the opinion of Holiday World as a park? Now I've I'm never an been
1: enthusiasts.
0: I've never been. I've just heard great things about the lineup there, the energy there, the uh, how just the park is ran. And obviously the events that they give to the enthusiasts and to the people that really do care about the park and the rides, so you two have been Timmy. on uh, i'm assuming two separate do occasions you- maybe more
2: oh uh pff, four oh, i okay. think
0: yeah so you've you've been quite a few times uh you know, how many hollywood nights Here for you
2: uh well yeah. i mean every time i go is for hollywood nights so.
0: oh, okay
1: okay so you timmy you've never went outside of hollywood nights you've only done four hollywood nights trips
2: Correct, besides like going okay. during the day of the event, like during the I, day. Because like... I've
1: been on a regular summer day and I've also been for the Hollywood Nights event. Okay. And I mean, I would definitely say that Hollywood Nights skewed my opinion of Holiday World because my when I went on a regular summer day I didn't get Trimless Night Rides on Voyage. I didn't and also I feel like there's a much better atmosphere for, you know, a big enthusiast event that a lot of people are looking forward to.
2: Well, I think that's always I, I think the question if the question is, sorry, I sorry to cut you off. But does the does it does Hollywood Night skew the opinion? Yes. Because, you know, you're gonna have those people, you know, whether it's a good opinion skewed in a positive or a negative direction, that's a different that's a whole different yeah. can of worms there but you look on reddit you see everyone saying you only the only reason why you think this way is because you went to Hollywood nights and got Trimless voyage rides or yeah. you didn't do that so like it's going to be spew- skewed in one direction or another it's that's where it gets really polarizing i think right sorry to cut you off but so i think that's that's also another good discussion that that should be had. Is do you think that Hollywood Nights is an overall positive thing in the community for the park, or do you think it's more of a negative thing? Because I think now when they when they have these kind of dilemmas with the tickets and you know people that used to go to the events um, like me who had to wait two and a half hours for Voyage, like you know that kind of was a negative outlook that that event. So it's like you know maybe maybe Hollywood Nights is not great. In the enthusiast community, like maybe it's not helping Holiday World in that sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because trying to think of just other, you know, parks aren't really going out of their way themselves to make an event for the enthusiasts. It's generally a club, you know, Ace, uh, the Buzz Bars, uh, Coaster Crew, uh, people like them that, you know, rat they go as an organization. Or as a group. And say, hey, we want to do this with other enthusiasts. The fact that Hollywood or Holiday World is going out of their way to make this enthusiast event. I guess... guess what I'm trying to say. It's good on... It's a, supposed to be a good look. On, hey, we care about you guys. We already care. We're trying to thank you guys for coming. But... Now it's kind of close to like almost the Taylor Swift ticket bash. Like, oh God, like how can we get in? How can we game the system to get in every year? Um, people waiting, kind of like Genie Plus, like six AM. Because like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's think, it's stressful to get in now. It's seeming like
1: yeah. Sure. Think thinking about what Timmy said, it's almost that it's just gotten the event itself has gotten so popular to where it may be a negative thing depending on like just how many people are like upset about how it gets handled and stuff. Right.
2: It's the same, it's the same Same exact ordeal that happens with the, um, Coaster Mania at Cedar Point. Yeah. Yeah. Actually,
0: Cedar Point does have Coaster Mania. That is.
2: And that is a very similar thing where tickets get sold out and that they usually did through the system where you get tickets or you don't first come first serve. Um, and so people will be upset if they don't get those. And the event is supposed to be pretty good from what I've heard. I mean, it, it, they let a lot more people in than Hollywood Nights does because I've seen crazy lines during Coaster Mania. But...
1: Realistically, I could see it getting to that point And then, how, like, Holiday World's a family-owned park. Like, they'll just stop doing the event.
0: There was... they, they I've could heard rumors of that. I've heard rumors that, like... I don't know how... These are just rumors. Just keep, keep that... All the listeners and everyone it's it's a rumor. But I've heard that this might be one of the last, like, Hollywood nights that actually might happen because of technically the stuff we're talking about. Like, it's just getting too much for the park. It's not even that profitable, you know, at the end of the day. But I'm like, I'm not sure they would do two nights. If it's more of a
1: headache, then...
0: Yeah, like, I don't know if profits are a thing. Because two nights for Tremless and all that stuff for me is... I don't think they're bringing enough profits there, especially with 140, was it 140th ticket now?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like if it starts to bring in the negativity, Yeah, I could see why a family-owned park like Holiday World would stray away. If it starts to bring in that negativity where there's more people that are mad and calling the phone lines and complaining about tickets, then, you know, the 2,000 people that got tickets and are going to be happy the, at the event. They just don't want to deal with that headache anymore. Yeah. Which would be very sad if that happens. But, you know, it it just... I mean, it could just be getting to that point where it's so popular and then it just... They can't find that happy medium and they don't want to deal with the headache of trying. Because you can only find it by trying and failing. So...
0: I think they could possibly find some something to work out here.
1: Uh, yeah, I think... I hope so. And, I mean, it's an
0: yeah, amazing
2: so. event. Oh, yeah, it's the best coaster-enthusiast event I've ever been to. Like, hands down, nothing really compares besides maybe Phoenix Fall Fun, Fun Fest. But that's still not as great as Hollywood Nights. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah, like, I can't wait to even just go to Holiday World in general, regardless. But I do think they're going to let out a few more waves like i think, I think
2: yeah i think you might see one in, in a couple of weeks possibly or a month or two
0: yeah like because yeah, i mean i, I don't feel ever, like i've ever done it this early
1: i feel like realistically holiday world is going to be getting like emails and stuff for like the next like at least a week or two just because yeah. of like today's events and they're gonna have to like They'll probably like make a statement or something.
0: They might even see just off the of demand. They might need to put out one or two more waves.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they could see like what the website traffic was and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And figure out it's got to be a gauge of some sort.
0: That's literally what I do right now. <laughs> like yeah. Traffic of the networks. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely see. If you got in and you're listening to the cast, Congratulations.
1: It will be an amazing weekend. Uh, yeah,
0: you will. Yeah. You'll probably have the time of your life. Uh, so I guess I'll ask if you've been there without without the event, RC. What do you think of the park, regardless? Not expecting all Hollywood nights. Not expecting trimless night rides. Not expecting food. <laughs> when I Just went, there I had
1: as a when, normal I, day. when I when I went on a normal summer day, I had a great time. All the lines were manageable. All the staff was friendly. It was still a great park atmosphere. Um, I mean, even Legend was closed on the day that I went. So we just rode Voyage. Oh, it's terrible. And rode Thunderbird.
0: (laughs) I said, "While it's terrible.
1: (laughs) Enjoyed the free beverages at the Oasis stations. I mean, it's a top tier park. Yeah, I think
2: I think if the parks like if you have them if you can enjoy a park when there's no events going on and stuff, I think that really, that shows that it's not just the event that makes that park yeah. great, but exactly,
0: it's an enhancement.
2: The Trimless Night rides are pretty freaking spectacular though, so I'm not oh, gonna complain about those. Legendary. Oh, Fun. for sure. I see what you did there, pun intended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess closing thoughts and wrap-ups now, because we can go on about little nitpicks and tidbits on that old day. Of... ah, <sighs> So... I didn't even get what you were... Did you even drink anything here, me?
2: I drank a beer during the show, yeah.
0: Yeah, what did you, what'd you even drink? I didn't even so, know.
2: I drank the same thing that you had when you came over to my place. It's, um... It's, it's a Hellsbach lager imported from Germany. It's, uh... I'm gonna butcher this name, even though I'm in the German Honor Society. I think it's pronounced Weinstoffner. Stoffner. Um, but I prefer like a light lager, so I just had one of those during the show. Did some homework in the background, low key. <laughs> if it's finals, so I'm, I've been I've been trying to get that done. Um, but yeah, I'm a it was a, it was like a drunk writer's episode for me. I had a beer, a little brewski during the show.
0: Yeah, well, yeah RC came in, I don't know how many. How many you had before you came in, but...
1: About three or four.
0: Okay. Yeah, I just... I think I was, uh... Yeah, I just... Just two rips. So, I've been chilling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But... Feeling it. (laughs) Feeling it. Dude, we're gonna be in Florida. And... At least for me, and, uh... Close to 20, 40, under 48 hours.
1: That's crazy. Dude, that's, man.
0: Ugh, Florida.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm you're, honestly, about to get some, you're about to get some good credits.
0: I'm honestly pretty excited to get away from the cold for at least a few days. Because, <laughs> like, if the trip goes really well, this might just be a place I'll just go to to get away from this
2: There are very cheap flights all the time. Mm -hmm. Frontier, Breeze, getting some good cheap airlines to get down.
1: Never go wrong with a monthly Florida trip. This is true. This this, this, this this is what RC's been doing. This will be number seven for me. Just Florida.
0: We still got to go to Cali, though. I wouldn't mind making the... Cali's more expensive to fly to.
1: There's there's pretty good flights for the Cali stumble. That's what I'm going to try and get
0: to. I'm looking at that one.
1: We're gonna do the High Rulers takeover on uh, the straight out of stumble.
0: I mean Is that what it's called? Yeah.
2: We just got it. you gotta come up with your own own pun. Like they got the the stumbles, you gotta come up with something.
0: <laughs> give us give us like give me a rip in five minutes. That's all I can say. <laughs> come up with something. Oh right, man. <laughs> So, yeah, we've been here only only an hour and a half, actually. It's not that bad. I honestly thought this was going to be more. But a lot of the topics were actually more meme-y and light than I, than I remembered. So, Oh! John Warley agrees. The back's better. I forgot. <laughs> That's not really news, though. That's just funny. Because he was talking to someone about Designing Nemesis. Oh, I
2: gotta send this in the the other group chat, I'm in because Bob always says that the front is the best.
0: Yeah, he, he said, no. like in the interview on the Sun, he basically says, "Oh, the front, you know, you get the sense of speed and all, but blah, blah, blah. the back, you know, you really get the ride." <laughs> like I'm kind of paraphrasing, but I thought it was really funny that, uh, like the first paragraph or two, he basically is explaining that to the to the journalist. You really get the ride. He said the middle was actually okay though, and I was like, eh.
1: Uh,
0: okay. You're kinda of losing me there, John, but back, yeah. Uh, but yeah, besides that, uh thank y'all for making it this far. And thank you, Timmy, for joining us this time.
2: Absolutely. I've been trying to get on for the last couple episodes. <laughs> I know it didn't work out on Sunday, so I'm glad I'm here now.
1: Oh, I'm alive.
0: Timmy, yeah, you, you Timmy.
1: through. Timmy's okay.
0: He's officially a... initiated, even though he can't smoke uh, at the moment. But
2: right, there was a, there was a moment in my head where I was like, "Do I need to go to the hospital?"
0: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it because I
2: knew it would sound stupid, but I was I, I was I was struggling there. Let me tell
1: you, that now, was an interesting experience.
0: You know what we need to do? We need to do a we need to have a, a video version <laughs> of the cast, but instead of hot ones with the with the hot wings, we do. <laughs> Like no, we just do J's and like we see how much they can smoke. (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) Like right, this one is a ninety-nine percent THC uh, distillate enhanced. Oh my God! King Louis X uh, X Blue Dream variant. The purple punch man. Confused with the with the blunt rap itself. Here you go. It shows like. Yeah, how the pepper gets hotter. It shows the <laughs> it shows that that,
1: the... Uh, that purple punch, man. That was very good.
0: I'm about to get. I don't even know what I'm about to get later. Let's get something tomorrow. But it's from my boy who always has the premium shelf stuff. He gets it from. I want to say he gets it either from Colorado or Seattle. It just changes, but. Hmm. <sighs> but this was DC, actually. Punch.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but dc has good stuff so they've been low-key with it for for years tens of years uh but yeah um yeah we're actually pulling it up now jesus christ i'm just changing all this stuff uh so where can they follow you timmy again
2: um they can- so i am on instagram at midcourse media like i was saying earlier uh also at coaster talk podcast is another place you can follow and when- Listen to our show that I do with a couple other people. Um, I believe if you want to email me, my email is timmy at coastertalkpodcast which is my official podcast email, which is pretty nice. cool. So if you want to, if you want to email me for some reason or another, there you go. Oh, I'm gonna email um, you,
1: man. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, gonna spam. <laughs> sign Timmy up for some spam mail. Appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you.
0: But
2: yeah, that, that's
1: me.
0: Also if you want to want to carry on COD, just just hit him up. i know your I don't know your Activision battle tag.
2: Uh, I gonna... trust me, but people people do not the way skill based matchmaking works, people yeah. do not want to Yeah play with me. Because every time I, every time someone tries to play with me.
1: Oh my god, Timmy, you gotta see what <laughs> but... <laughs> That's so
0: bad. So you can also follow RC. On Instagram, I don't know if you use Twitter really for co- coasters or anything like that, but
1: Old Line Airtime.
0: Yep, at. Hanging old strong. Line time. Also follow uh, me at West Howard Coasters. A uh, handful, I know. We'll we'll get there. West tower Coasters, but in general, follow the podcast uh, at The High Rollers DMV on Instagram. And if you like the cast, go ahead and give us uh like subscribe on the channel it's on youtube or go ahead and follow us on on spotify where we'll be putting these out at least every two weeks uh we be with the shenanigans talking about what we've done and we'll catch you guys next time thank you for joining us and peace out
1: thank you for joining see you guys thank you timmy Yeah.